0: This is the Key to Authority Podcast, episode number 24.
1: Welcome to the Key to Authority Podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host,
0: Janesh Pandya. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, you need a team. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, you need a team. I saw this quote on my LinkedIn feed a while back and it has stuck with me. Most of our speakers, coaches and business professionals are doing it all solo and because of that we can burn up pretty quickly. Once your business is starting to take shape, you need to start thinking of building up a team around it so that you can get more of your time back and focus on the most critical aspects of the business. This team could be virtual or in person. Building successful and powerful teams is not that easy and simple as it looks from the outside. To share the key to building a team around your business, I've invited along Greg Bose. With nearly 20 years of experience in business environments and teams of all sizes, Greg has worked for some of the biggest names in the business world. Over this time, he has seen what does and doesn't work for leaders when building a high-performing unified team. Using his experience and combining his expertise in human behavior, Greg has developed a unique model, Team Intelligence, a blueprint for business leaders to develop their own high-performing unified team using EDISC, a powerful behavior profiling tool, proven leadership strategies, advanced influential methods of communication, and a Team Intelligence Diagnostic Report. But before we go into what Greg has to share, I would like to thank today's sponsor, SideGround. SiteGround is a WordPress and Joomla specialized hosting company. They add custom-made solutions to your hosting to make your website faster, safer and better supported than anywhere else. I use SiteGround. I use SiteGround to manage my own websites as well as my clients. And it is mainly because of their 24-7 live chat support and automated backup services I do so. So, if you're fed up with the poor service of your current web host or looking to start a new website, then take side ground for a spin. Go to keytoauthority.com slash Sideground to get started. Now, here is Greg Bose. Hey Greg, welcome to the Key to Authority
2: podcast. We've caught up a few times. I've presented at the Coach and Connect, which you run as part of the Perth networking group side of things. And I had a brief chat about what you do with the corporates in terms of team building. So I knew there was an element we could use in terms of your skill set for business owners and building their teams so I knew I had to get you on the show to pick your brains on that so really wanted to make you feel welcome and welcome to the show thanks Janish an absolute privilege to be here thank you Greg so how did you get into terms of building uh, teams and how do you work in that space well, I guess a brief uh,
1: sort of background to my uh, sort of um, the way I got into what I'm doing now, uh, I've worked in a corporate environment for oh, coming on 20 years, worked in teams of various sizes, and one thing that... Um, Always really frustrated me was the lack of ability in the team leader that I had at the time to really get the best out of me and for me to understand them, um, and really just to get that unified team atmosphere. And I'd go to one employer and it'd be really great. And then I'd go to the next employer and it'd be completely different. And there was no consistency. So uh, what I did was. I started to educate myself on human behavior and understanding, um, you know, how people communicate and, and why relationships grow and why they don't and that led me to studying uh, coaching and um, so I came into uh, studying with a coaching institute a few years ago and that was really interesting because it was all about decoding human behavior and learning our patterns and and uh, then what I did was I applied that with my 20-odd years of experience, especially in sales and relationship building. Into the corporate market and what I noticed at that stage was there's literally little to no human behavior type of education in management courses. So these people are promoted into management positions but they're not trained with the people skills to be able to communicate well and to
2: build that team environment. Interesting. I thought like uh, when people would become managers, they'll be given training, especially in terms of understanding how people function and the psychology side of things. That's a really great point.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you would You would think so. And I, I'm sure I, I do believe there is, if you get to the MBA level, I think there is that. Um, but a lot of the training where they do in-house training, say where a management <laughs> consultant comes in, I haven't seen anything. I'm happy to be corrected if I'm, if I'm wrong. Uh, but that's where the gap in the market that I've seen and the people that I've spoken to, uh, just love it.
2: Uh, and in terms of, I guess, like it's the same human psychology and building a team and bringing that corporate side. So if we bring it that to a business aspect, where like most of the people who are starting a business start out solo, and as people say that no one man person is made by their own self, there's always a team behind that. Absolutely. So how does one go about building that team? So what I want to ask basically is, what is the key to building a team around your your business?
1: Well, I guess it really, it, what it really boils. Bull- down, so I guess the bottom line, Janish, is it's it's all about human relationships. So if you understand how to build relationships, strong relationships, and where there's a mutual respect and understanding of how you work, how your team works, how your team members, you know, how they're structured from a personality perspective, it's all really makes it so much easier. Because it, the analogy that I use is if someone's talking English and another person's talking Italian, they're not going to communicate. So, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the, so what, what I go in and, and do is I work with leaders to help them understand why their team does things or why they do particular things or why there's particular things happening. I explain why it's happening from a human behavioral perspective, but then I say, well, here's what you need to do about it. So it is, it isn't just quoting a book. If I, if I, if that's all there was, I would say to someone, well, the problem is solved by going buying book X. So it's, it's really about them educating themselves as to who they are how they communicate, but then also how to understand how other people communicate with them.
2: And in terms of the team formation and stuff, like somewhere I read is there's like different steps of it, the forming, storming and norming kind of things. So when we talk about that human relationships and building that strongly, so how does a business owner go about in the first place, avoid all this team dysfunctions to make sure that they've got the right uh, team behind them? So what could they be doing in terms of pre-filtering or recruitment or sort of things?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Great, great point. Uh, I think the point to make here is it literally just starts with culture. The uh, I was um, had a coffee with a, a, a new client last week and he was talking about starting up a new business. He'd moved on from where he was before and this exact question came up and I said to him, the thing you need to focus on right now is culture. And what I meant by that was, where do you want the business to be? And what type of people do you want working with you and then fit them in based upon the culture that you actually want to build? It's really gone past, Janish, this whole trying to fit a square into a circle type. You know, this the, the I have such a beef with a lot of the recruitment processes of companies because they're literally like a cookie cutter interview process where there really isn't much team dynamics taken into account. There is obviously... There will obviously be the exception. Uh, and I have worked with some fantastic team leaders that do do that and they employ great staff, but also one of my mentors, CEO of the coaching institute, she's actually openly said that there are still positions open at the coaching institute because they can't find the right people. So really it's about. Build a culture, then go and find the team, but employ someone that wants to work for the company or the business based upon the values of the business and the team, not not placed upon the role.
2: And in terms of when you talk about the culture, so how can one go about defining their own culture or defining, let's say, the business's culture because I guess people are starting on their own. As your client said, he's just a sort of single person at the moment, but he has a grand vision. So what are the keys? What are the steps they could take in terms of defining that culture aspect?
1: Absolutely. It's all just about, you know, about the vision. How do they see the business functioning day to day? How do they want the team to work? Do they want to be working remotely from people? Do they want to be working in an office? Do they want to be traveling with the team? Do they want to be working remotely and have the team uh, work remotely for them? Uh, so really it's, it's about understanding what they are. Want from the business and how they want the team to work. Once you've got that vision clear, then really it's it's
2: about sharing that vision with people and saying, "Hey, do you want to be a part of this?" And in terms of sharing that vision and forming that with the people there, so how does one go about? You know, when we talked about the first thing that creating that relationship. Is there key steps that someone has to take in terms of understanding others, or is it just a matter of talking and getting to know, and it's a slow process?
1: I think, as the business leader, it starts from them. They are the leader.
2: Uh, they're the team
1: leader. They're the business owner, and for them to, they really need to lead by example. So the first thing that I actually do when I go into a new uh, a new client's uh, environment, whether it's their office or their their, their business premises. I'll actually go through a personality profiling tool called DISC and I'll actually go through and explain that to them and then have them understand that so when they're liaising and, and, and building relationships with people, they can have that mutual respect of understanding other people by being able to recognize. So the first thing is understand the different types of people, how they function and also how you function to work out, okay, am I going to need to adjust to work with this person? If so, how much and how little is that adjustment?
2: And could you go into a little bit more details in terms of what that disk profiling tool is uh, just quickly? Yeah, yeah it was, um, I believe it was a
1: famous psychologist, uh, Marsden, I think his name was, correct me if I'm wrong, can't remember off the top of my head at the moment. If you Google disk, D-I-S-C, D-I-S-C it actually comes up in there and you can have a, a read about that. I actually um, am certified and use a more powerful model called Extended Disk, which is a behavioral profiling model, and that's basically where it goes into about 22 pages of detail into the person that you're profiling, how they work with a team, what type of manager suits them. So it's a really, really critical uh, tool that we use as part of our uh, team intelligence model. And and a quick explanation of it is basically there's – a quadrant of four different types of people. There's uh, the dominant person, which I call the lion. Then there's the uh, influencer, which I call a dolphin. Then there's the steady person, which I call the mother bear. And then there's the concise person, which is what I call a squirrel. Now they all work at different energy levels. They all work at different speeds. They're either uh, vision focused and future focused, or they're detail focused and past focused. So there's all these things that they've got going on, and one's focused on results and One's focused on, you know, what's next and I must know the next step and the next step and when you get these types of people working together, there's naturally going to be conflict and there's naturally going to be objections to things but if people actually understand the model and they understand each other, then there's a mutual respect of, look, I appreciate this is the way the person works or this is the or the way I need to perhaps ask this person to help me with this particular. Project, and that's really where it's key because, from a t- team leader's perspective, the one building the team, they can see all this happening, and then bring them in and say, "Hey, well, well, guys, you know, we all know everyone's different here."
2: And in terms of having a good mix, is always key. So, what is a mix of people in terms of what you? Because you can't have all. People or all, all people in your team having the dominant side of things, or all people having the uh, steady side of things. So, is there a particular percentage of mix, or it just varies?
1: No, it's. Uh, I, I wish there was a magic formula to niche, but there, there really is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. Damn, that would we'd make this so much easier, wouldn't it? Yeah. It, it really, it really comes down to. To what the business needs—that uh, that's really what it's about—and really what that means, what that boils down to, is what does the market need? If you're dealing with end customers and clients, then you're obviously going to need a team that's people-focused, that are customer service-focused. If you're running, say, a computer software company and then all you're going to do is employ programmers, then you're not going to need those people to actually liaise with say with the end user. So they're quite happy to sit on their own in the in the computer lab and type in their code. Uh, same with sales and marketing. I mean, you, you need those people that are front of house that love the people, love relationships, but also are focused on the results. So uh, to answer your question, it, it will depend.
2: And I guess, obviously, someone has to work in terms of the needs and then maybe get someone like you to help them through that process. So that's really great about that. So going back to, again, the original, to building that strong relationship. So now people have started working this in terms of the psychological analysis or using the DISC model or figuring out what the people they're recruiting are the right fit. So how do they, are there any steps in terms of making sure that from the person who's just joined the team that they start having a better relationship with all the others existing members of the team or even with the boss themselves?
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. It's really, it's about, I believe it's about culture again. Uh, the culture comes in if, if, if the team has a culture of, you know, accountability of looking out for each other of, really wanting to achieve the common objectives and vision and mission of the business, then everyone's driven to do what they need to do to help meet that. Now, with regards to the other point you made about them liaising with the other people and communicating with other team members, I strongly believe the introductory training that we offer of basically the introduction to the DISC model helps everyone understand themselves, but also helps to understand each other and that's why I do the first thing is is I go in and actually train everyone on the same thing so they have something in common and they can fall back on that.
2: The next one is uh, living the vision and living that culture. So how is that incorporated in terms of the training or in terms of making sure that the person doesn't feel uh, separate to the, the guys, obviously, because culture continues to develop and continues to progress and continues to change. So how does one keep up to with it?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a great point and it's a constant challenge for, for team leaders and owners of, of the business because some people can get too bogged down in the detail of their role. And this is again, uh, two of the types of personalities. So really it's about touching base with them and really saying, Hey guys, look, we need to focus back on the vision, really focus back on what, why are we doing this? Why do we exist as a business? Who are we helping? Uh, and then that really gets everyone focusing back on a unified path.
2: What are some mistakes that people make when they're forming the teams and creating the teams that you would have seen with your clients that is a must no-no or is it must avoid if you can
1: Really, I think it's about, firstly, there's a lack of understanding of the type of people. Again, like I said before, there's a cookie-cutter approach where they will run an editor in Seek or in the newspaper to get a particular type of person, which really is just about experience and, uh, say, a, a degree or some sort of qualification, where more should be focused on the personality style of the person that needs to fit into the team or the culture because it doesn't matter. I've seen it countless times where the the employee that I work for, we employed journalists at that stage and they just didn't last. Uh, I, I said to my boss at the time, I said, I don't think this person's going to last because they just don't fit the culture. And that that's a big red flag. So, the cookie cutter approach also... There can just be the types of businesses or leaders where they just want people to get results, say, in a marketing or a sales environment. And what happens there is you, you breed a culture internally of just competitiveness where everyone's working against each other and they're not working together. So if you get too many of the same t- type of personality together it can actually work against the team so it really needs to be that's why before you actually build a team if you've got the luxury of doing so to blueprint out what's the business going to do what are the roles or what are the requirements within the business to achieve the vision and the results and then you employ people based upon who you think will actually best fit
2: and i think all what you've said is really been like a really introductory of starting to build a team or if you they already have a team To make sure that they have things in common they understand each other be it the disparate personality profiling tool or something else and that's really been helpful so greg uh what would be something that our listener can do today and apply that to help build a strong team around their business i would Really
1: strongly recommend that they just start to take an interesting human behavior and how it actually affects their team. Uh, I can help with that by they can jump onto our website, look at our blog. I do five minute updates every week just to give hints and tips to them. They can look up the disk model up online. As I said, I do more training, uh, more in depth training. And then I've obviously got the expertise to back that up. So if they come across any, uh, you know, barriers or questions, uh, so really the, the next step for them is to. I would actually even say challenge for them would be to download the disk profile and start to profile their team members and work out if they can work out who's who uh, and more about themselves. And then the team leaders can then actually work out perhaps the, the challenges and why they're having those challenges based upon their their style.
2: Would they be able to find the stuff related to desk on your website or is there any particular website just dedicated to human behavior or psychology that's like kind of a must-read or a good read kind of thing?
1: Yeah, absolutely, mate. There's probably thousands of websites out there. Uh, I guess... A good place to start would be our website because I've, I've just, that's what I do. I, I provide that expertise and it's all in one place. So it really saves them a lot of time. So we've got an extensive um, array of articles and videos in our blog uh, that people can have a look at. And really, if there's any queries that people have of where can I find some information, I'd say, touch base with me. I'm more than happy to help out.
2: So coming back back to the website then. So Greg, how can our audience get in touch with you and where do you hang up and where can they, have a chat with you. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, look, I'm based in Perth, so I'm a
1: member of the Melbourne Coburn Chamber of Commerce. So I attend as many events as I can. Uh, we also run the monthly, uh, coaching connect event for the coaching institute. So that's open to other coaches within, within Perth. Um, our website, if people are interested in having a look at uh, what we do in our blog is, uh, www.boas. That's B-O-A-S-E and associates, A-N-D associates.com. And they can jump up onto there and uh, check out our blog uh, and feel free. My email address is on there. It's just simply greg at com, and uh, i will be more than happy to help them out.
2: Cool. I'll put down those links and especially the website and with the blog and
0: really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks a lot, Greg. Thanks very much. Understanding each other's personality type and building a good relationship is key to building a powerful team. Today's action for you is to start taking interest in human behavior, especially in relation to how it affects your team. The other thing for you to do is also to look up the DIS model online and start profiling your team members to get a better understanding of how they behave. To get all the details and links talked about in today's show, go to keytoauthority.com slash EP024 for the show notes. And if you have any questions regards building a powerful team, make sure you leave a comment underneath the show notes. Till then, keep working on building a team around your business.
1: Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast.
0: Don't forget to subscribe and share at ww.ke2authority.com. We'll see you next time.